Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Well Podcast. I am your host, Grace. Thank you for tuning in today. As you know, this week we launched three new segments um, here at The Well Podcast. We launched Mommy Mondays, Wifey Wednesdays, and today, which is Freestyle Fridays. So we had Monday go, you know, all good and gravy. Wednesday's recording we did that like three times and Wednesday just wasn't having it and I had a pretty awesome segment available but it's all right we'll we'll catch you guys next time around when we um when Wednesday comes around um so again thank you for tuning in as always you know here at the well we open up a prayer we close a prayer so let's go ahead and jump right into it Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to just spend time together, chop it up. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as we spend this time together, may you have your way. Holy Spirit, speak to us individually, personally. I just pray that by the end of this podcast today that we will be re-energized, refreshed, and just ready to go. Father, we praise you. Give us insight. Give us wisdom. Give us rest. Give us peace even in these moments together in the name of jesus we pray amen amen so again again thank you thank you thank you for tuning in so um just a little bit of refresher you know before things just kind of get going and have more of a free flow you know like i said um here at the well we have been just you know we're looking always looking for ways to kind of keep things consistent so we have mommy mondays which a lot of the titles you know are kind of self self-explanatory um so mommy mondays obviously is for the mommies whether you're a physical mom biological mom stepmom a spiritual mom whatever it's for the moms uh, or moms to be you know whatever you know just the spirit of motherhood <laughs> basically and then of course like i said um wifey wednesdays is everything wifey whether you're a wife to be whether you're a wifey already whether you're thinking about it whatever you know it's just a place to chop it up and of course today freestyle fridays is just freestyle everything <laughs> everything goes um you know here at the well our our podcasts are a lot of just conversational styles so, um, yeah, so today on Freestyle, we're just going to, you know, try to have everything connect. But, hey, it's Freestyle. Um, just kind of just thinking first and foremost, you know, here we are on the holiday season. And just, man, just really, really cannot stop. Like, honestly, I know that this year has been crazy. I know that, you know, on top of the craziness, a lot of us have had to go through personal things personal growths personal setbacks but honestly if i'm being completely honest like this year has been one of the craziest this year has been one of the most unpredictable but honestly it's been a thing there's just been this gratitude that's been in my heart that i really honestly i'm like okay god just thank you like i I catch myself saying god thank you because I realize that even in the midst of my trials, it is so easy to have faith when things are going great. <laughs> it is, it really is. It is so easy to have faith. I always use this analogy. It's easy to say you're going to start a fast after you just left from the buffet, you know? And so it's so easy to have faith when your tank is full, when everything's good and gravy. But, you know, faith 
doesn't really reveal itself the fullness of what it is until it's tested test tested <laughs> making up new words until it's tested and put under pressure you know so um i really believe that you know it's easy to i always say you know it's easy to praise god in the good times and it's if we believe that god is good all the time and that he works all things for our good i'm not saying that it's always easy to do but we do not have to wait for our feelings to give us permission to praise god we do not have to wait for our feelings to give us permission to find one thing one thing to just be thankful for because i have shared this before but i want to share it again that you know this year i had earlier in the year i had one of the biggest bouts that i probably for about a month and a half time span about a month and a half i'll say i'll cap it off at a month and a half where i was in this like sea of depression and despite being in this space that i was i was really having to push myself to still stick to some of the commitments that i had made and um one of those commitments for me was of course just in my own personal life my own prayer life and then also just um, just a couple other things I was doing just prayer wise and worship wise and when I sit here and I tell you that when I was going through this bout when I was going through this season without fail when I would start first and foremost when I was in this this space in this particular chapter of just depression I literally did not feel like all I had was my commitment all I had was the fact that I was like okay you know I'm doing I'm not you know this is not just me like it was almost just like a I I was like it was something just within me that was like okay God I am not doing this for the sake of you know the fact other than the fact that you Lord have put this on my heart to do and just to keep praising you and and just saying to the Lord that okay God I say this all the time that you're worthy of the praise despite my feelings despite my my circumstances and so I was really having to check my flesh literally having to check my flesh literally having to override my flesh and I I I am telling you God above Jehovah God as my witness every single time without fail that I pushed myself that I I you know chose not to focus on what was going right not going right and I just began to praise the Lord like just praise him sing songs of praise and sometimes just even like when I didn't even have the energy to sing the songs of praise like just having the praise you know praise and I'm not just talking about because I really on a side note this is freestyle Friday so I'm gonna kind of jump from thing to thing on a side note let's talk about praise I'm not talking about songs that talk about you know God, you know, you so love me and me, me, me. There's nothing wrong with those songs. I love those songs. But when I'm talking about songs of praise, I'm talking about songs that exalt God. Songs that say, God, you are awesome. Father, you are worthy. Songs that tell, say hallelujah, praising God. That is praising him, worshiping him. You know, praising him is not, oh, you love me so much, even though I can't say, you know, like, that's not, that's you just, okay, that's, you know, those, those could be songs of like gratitude and thankfulness or whatever, which is connected to praise. But when I'm talking about like praise and just worship, I'm talking about exalting God. 
in your situation, exalting God and saying, God, you are good. Like literally saying phrases like you are good and your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. To your name. You're all powerful, all powerful. Like just declaring God's goodness, praising him, exalting him. And I am telling you, you know, I've heard the song, I believe it's by, uh, I don't know if it's Marvin Sapp, please forgive me if it's not, um, where it says praise confuses the enemy. There's a line in the song that says praise confuses the enemy. And I have learned that because when the enemy attacks you, the enemy is not expecting you to be praising the God, praising God. He wants you to focus on your situation. He wants you to be depressed. He wants you to be sad. He wants you to be stressed. And he's not expecting you to be like, Oh God, you are good despite this. But when we really pause for a second and we look at the story of Job in, in the Bible, that Job was still praising God. Job was still praising God because Job was able to, and you know, to really look at his situation, which this was a revelation that I've just had, you know, a, a couple of months ago where I've always wondered to myself, I'm like, man, you know what? Like, God, that's great. Like, would I, what if I was going through what Job, that level of going through stuff, not to say that I haven't gone through stuff, you know, but I'm like, if I was going through what Job went to through the amount of like just all the things that happened to him all at once, like, and just how that stuff could just easily break a person. I'm like, would I still be sitting here? Like, you know, you give, you take away, blessed be the name. Like, would I really like, you know, like, you know, you, you deep down inside want to be like, yes, you know, but we want to be like Peter and be like, I will never deny you. And then, uh, I don't know who that man is that, you know, like <laughs> we want to, we want to, we want to believe that we would have faith. We want to believe that if someone came up to us and was like, deny, you know, deny Jesus. Otherwise, you know, we're going to take you out that you would be like, never, you really want to. I really do believe, believe that the, in the default state and desire is to be like, of course, of course I wouldn't deny him, you know, but then it's like you and you, until you find yourself in the actual situation, sometimes you, I don't know if you, you know, you won't find out what you would actually do in that situation until you're in it. And I, and I even just say that firsthand or just example of, you know, when we're just going through situations that are nowhere near Job, you know, or Joseph or the, those levels of just like, you know, losing everything and, you know, just been them, but you know, just that level, that level of things, you know, and it's like, and we barely, and I'm speaking for myself, you know, I, I look at my life and I'm like, man, I, I barely, you know, it's not to diminish or minimize the things that I've gone through in life because I have gone through some things in life that have been just, whoa, you know, but, you know, and it's like, but just looking back and, and knowing that a lot of those things are like for a season or for a time and, and, and really, you know, as I look back and see and say, Oh wow. Okay. God, you brought me out of those situations. And not only did you bring me out, but you brought me out better than I was before those situations happened to me and that there are lessons that I learned. And more than anything, I have learned that you are, you are my provider. You are my source that you have taken care of me. And you're the one who took care of me and continues to take care of me. And, you know, and so just, you know, really, really wanting to 
just, you know, have a confidence of knowing, like, knowing that, okay, God, yes, I'm, I'm going to praise you no matter what. Because, I, like I said, I'll tell you what, just kind of, kind of bringing it back to what I was saying. You know, when I was going through that bout, like, I mean, when I tell you, it's sometimes you really do not understand. I'm not saying that you can't imagine, but sometimes you cannot fully really understand you know, what it is, you think people, you know, when it, especially when it comes to something like depression, like, you know, people, I, I don't, I don't know any right thinking person who just wants to be depressed and just have this heavy, but it, you really do come to realize that it's a spirit. It's a spirit of heaviness. It is a spirit of heaviness. It is a spirit of just, it's like an oppressive spirit. Uh, you know, I know that there's, you know, I'm not sitting here. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a teacher, uh, you know, a doctor or anything like that. But I'm just saying from a spiritual standpoint, and I know there's different types types of um, depression. There's clinical depression. You know, I know there's different things. But I do believe that there are times where, you know, as far as depression is concerned, where um, uh, there is there is a spiritual aspect to it. I'm, I'm just saying from my own personal experience. And I just know that from my, again, from my own personal experience, this is not any clinical, you know, advice or anything. I'm speaking strictly from my own personal experience. I realized in that month and a half time span where this thing was so heavy on me. I mean, I'll share the entire detail of what, just what it was like to really go through that. But I tell you what, every single time without fail, when I would praise, despite my feelings, despite what was going on, despite the atmosphere, I am telling you, it lifted. And and then, of course, you know, in going through it, you know, there were times where I was like, man, God, like, you know, why is it that, okay, it lifts and then it's like I go to bed and I wake up with it. And I just kept, kept, kept fighting. And I tell you what, like, it was like, and I, and I kind of knew when it just kind of finally broke off of me because it was just a thing of like one day I just realized like man I just almost I just woke up with the spirit of joy over me and I I and I've always been a person where I personally feel that there are times when or things that I have gone through where I believe the Lord will sometimes allow I'm not sitting here and saying God allows bad things to happen but I do believe that when things happen um, sometimes we may not know the whole story, things that are, are not good or we don't like that, or they may not feel pleasant. God is a God who does not allow things go to waste to where he will now turn around and use those things that try to come against us and lets us know, I told you that all things work out for your good. I told you that, you know, this, the, the weapons may form, but they will not prosper. As a matter of fact, now you have this thing and you know what it is. And now you can turn around and help your sisters and help your brothers who are dealing with the same thing you can let them know i know what it feels like i know you know i really believe that any situation any trial anything that we've ever gone through if we really 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 choose to believe that god is who he says he is if we truly choose to believe that god can use like if you know just not look at these verses as just verses or you know temporary high because you know i have been and and i'm saying this again all the stuff i'm saying i'm saying to myself first because honestly i had to check myself a, a, a couple months ago because i was like man you know what lord i really feel like you know the church the word everything we 
have been using the word and using the scriptures and the power of the word. We've been using it medicinally, like we've been using it as medicine instead of allowing it to be a cure. I believe Jesus did not come. Jesus never came to anyone and was like, Hey, okay, I'm gonna just do this for you right now. Just to help you get by until, you know, you know, while you're with me, you know, like you'll be good for a good, you know, four to six hours. All right. And then, you know, like God, like when Jesus was here, he cured people. Jesus cured the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years who had basically gone bankrupt going from doctor to doctor. He cured her and the same Jesus said that we would do greater exploits so I really feel like and this is a challenge I'm challenging myself to we will never if we 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 will never be at a place where there's just going to be this perfect heavenly utopia here on earth because the truth of the matter is we live in a fallen world but the other truth and reality we have to understand and realize is that because we the sons and daughters of the most high god are still here that there are certain things that are being held back on our behalf because the 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 reality is this we things are bad now in the world but (laughs) as hard as it is to believe There are things that are being held back. There is going to come a time. There is going to come a time when the Holy Spirit is going to be, especially when we are no longer here, like that, that the the spirit of God, the things that hold back some of the things that the enemy, because the enemy knows nothing but to steal, kill, destroy. So there's certain things that once we are up out of here, you know, that are going to be running just crazy. There are going to be things that are just going to be, you know, that we won't even be able to imagine because first and foremost, we won't be here. Like the Lord is not going to allow us to be here to deal with those things because it's going to just be evil birthing evil. And that is why more than anything, I wholeheartedly believe, and I, I pray this quite a bit. I wholeheartedly believe that with long life, the Lord will satisfy each and every one of us. I wholeheartedly believe that as a, as a child of God, our days will not be cut short. Our days will not be cut abrupt, abruptly. That nothing will snuff any of us out in the name of Jesus. And I'm speaking that over myself and over you, my brothers, my sisters, boldly. You know, at the same time, I hold, we have to understand that the Lord has specifically placed each and every one of us in the space and time that he has placed us in for a purpose and for a reason. And we have to know that we have a race to run. We have, we have ministries. I think a lot of times when we hear that word ministry, we automatically think, oh, we gotta be, you know, in some third world country doing, you know, something. And it's like, I'm not sitting here and saying that's not the case. I mean, there are people that, yes, that's what you're called to do. You're called to missions. That's your calling. Great. But also, but your calling also could be for you to raise godly children. Your calling also could be to be a person who's praying for your city. You know, like we are called to do something. We are called to be, make an impact in the space 
and time that God has put us in. God has placed you even now as you're listening to this. The city that you are in, God has strategically placed you in that city. And the fact that you are there, just because you cannot see with your physical eyes, the fact that you are there, you are an ambassador of heaven. You're a conduit of heaven. So every single time you pray and you say, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven because of where you are it's marked territory just like you know it's funny because i think uh, do you realize this is a this was a really really crazy um thing that i i learned about that i learned about a, a a little while ago do you realize that ambassadors especially here in the u.s right we're here in the u.s so do you know like okay if you like go to the russian embassy or the Ukrainian embassy or where I'm from, the Nigerian embassy, right? Do you realize that each and every one of these ambassadors that are here from this country, you know, from all the different countries, do you know that if you even as much as like attack a a Nigerian ambassador's car, like you hit like on purpose, that is like you attack, you're trying to attack and you hit their car. Do you know that that is, the exact same thing as you like uh attacking nigeria like it's like a like you waging war on nigeria just the even the car that they're in so i really honestly so like ever since i kind of i i realized that i was like we have to start like really really like walking and living as people who you know when we say things like we're in this world but we're not of it we're ambassadors of christ and all of these things like we gotta like do you really believe that do we really believe that because when you believe something what do you do you act accordingly like if you believed if you really believed because to believe something means that you know that thing and you know that thing to be true right so let me ask you this question if i told you right now that you had a hundred million dollars in your bank account how would you be acting what would you how would you what kind of moves would you make what kind of you know so what i'm saying with that is this you know i I feel like you know it's like someone tells you okay you have a hundred million dollars in your account and then you're still like i mean i'm not saying that you can't be wise and you wouldn't still be like okay but you're not gonna be like homeless you're not gonna choose to just stay homeless and not buy any clothes and let your hair get all matted and you know like there's a certain way you're gonna move you're not gonna just be like oh no i'm just gonna keep that money in the account and i really believe that you know, as a believer, as a child of God, one of the biggest things a lot of times that I think kind of gets in the way, I know for me personally, and I'm, I'm having to grow in this is realizing that when I come to the Lord, I don't, you know, when I came to the Lord, we have to get this mindset of thinking that God is our genie. Uh, and and you know and when we say lord your will be done then that means he's we have to be like okay cool god whatever you choose to do i literally just read a something somewhere where someone said you know when you say i surrender all to the lord i, I don't know who exactly who posted posted it or wrote it or sent it but i literally read something not not too long before i hopped on here to do this podcast that was saying you know when you say okay lord 
I surrender all to you. Like you literally are giving the Lord permission to interrupt your day to, you know, be like, this is what I want you to do instead. You know, like you're giving him permission when you surrender all and say you are Lord overall. It is your will. That means if God's like, okay, cool. I want you to do this. You can't be like, okay, God. Okay. Uh, now nah, that's not cool. Nope. Sorry. I won't do that. But okay. What else do you want me to do? Then you're not fully surrendered then he's not Lord of all. You know, my pastor says this quite a bit. He's like, he's either Lord of all or not at all. Like, you know, it's either he is Lord of all. If he's not Lord of all, he cannot be Lord of parts. He cannot be, Lord, you know, and I'm not say, sitting here and just saying it a, as a matter of factly, like it's an easy thing or easy place to get to. But I believe that that's why the Lord looks at our hearts because the Lord can see where we are trying, when we are having that desire and he will give us the strength to relinquish and let go. And, you know, God knows, knows the things that hurt our hearts. God knows the things that have caused, you know, mistrust and, you know, things. And God is not, not over here like, oh, well, either you trust me, you don't, you know, he's a father. He's a, he's a good father at that, you know? And a lot of times it's like, you know, I know for me personally, like I've always had the, I used to have, I've, I've had this thing in the past and I want to say I used to have it, but you know, sometimes I think I still struggle with it where I tend to project my experience with people or, or, or figures that I hold in places of authority in my life, my experience with them, I tend to project that on God. And God is like, I'm not a man. I'm not a man. I am not your ways and not my ways are not your ways. You know, and like he's constantly speaking this to me. And it's something that I have constantly over the years in the last 12 years, which is so crazy to me, you know, the last 12 years of, of just following the Lord and you know, finally coming to a point where I was like, okay, God, I surrender and I want to do this life and I want to, you know, walk this life and walk this walk with you. You know, like I've, I, there, there are areas of my life where I can sit here and a thousand and 80% tell you that I have fully surrendered. And there's places in my life that it's been a journey with me and the Lord. It's been a, a, an area of, okay, Lord, I will trust in you. And the Lord will never push us past he wants growth the lord does desire growth but he's not gonna you know sometimes let me not sit here and say he will never push us past because sometimes he will push but the thing is this he knows just how much to push he will never push us to a point of breaking because sometimes he you know and and you know, just, I, I just believe that, you know, it's not to be a Christian and to live this Christian lifestyle is not a one size fit all. It is a thing of, you know, you expect certain progress, you expect certain areas of growth. You don't expect to, you know, be in the same, there has to be, I wholeheartedly believe there has to be some growth. God is never expecting perfection. He expects growth. God is never expecting perfection. He expects growth. I think that is one thing we have to really realize about God's nature. God is not like sitting there being quiet, just watching you do stuff and up, up, you messed up check. And like looking down on the paper, like, you know, that's not the God that we serve. We serve the God who's like, you know, Hey, I love you. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm your father and I want what's best for you. And I think, you know, as a parent or just as a, I'll say, you know, I'll say mostly as a parent, you know, but I know that 
or or just a, a a guardian of just children anyone who's involved with children you realize that each child like i'm a mother of two and both of my boys are so different they're so different my oldest didn't start walking till he was uh like a year and a half and then my my um my youngest started walking at 10 months and you know their personalities are different and and I the reason I gave that particular example is because you know if my oldest didn't start walking till he was 10 that would have been a problem but even though he started walking a little bit later it was still it wasn't it wasn't to a point where it was like bad and horrible and you know a place of concern and this and a third obviously there comes an age where it does become a concern but it's like you know i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh he started working at one and a half and you started at 10 months like god knows like okay this is there's a healthy range of okay there needs to be progress that's why just even you know any parent knows this that there is a there's a there's a range there's a, they always show you a, a chart range of okay well between this age and this age they should be doing this and it, okay and, and they may even push it a little bit and say okay and if they're not doing it by this age then we need to maybe look into it because then there may be some concern there and sometimes and when they even get to that particular age sometimes you see that okay maybe this child just needs a little push or maybe there's some you know some things that need to be worked on and then those things are worked on and then things get back on track or you just find out that that's an area that they haven't that they're going to need help with and and you and you work accordingly but you know what you're working with our god knows what he's working with with each and every one of us and we just have to and i and i'm saying again i and i say this quite a bit because i don't ever want to come off like i'm like and i have it all down packed because listen listen linda listen (laughs) i don't have it all down pat i need god i need him every day i need him to help me check my temper and check my mood you know i say this quite a bit i am such a peter peter is if not my favorite character he is definitely in my top three favorite people in the bible because peter was a real dude man he was a real guy and i want to encourage you guys if you haven't checked out this show called the chosen i fell in love with this show so much because the way they portray i mean all the characters you fall in love with in the show the chosen series they you can actually i mean the whole mission like message of that show and how it came about and how they funded that show it's a god thing and you need to really check it out you could actually watch it for free you just gotta download the app and it's a whole kind of just paying it forward type thing check it out the chosen um and the way they portrayed my favorite character peter made me just fall more in love with just peter and connect with him because Peter was is just a guy where it's like he when he was going a hundred ways hundred miles that direction he's either going where whatever he's doing he like if he's gonna mess up he gonna mess up a hundred miles like and it's like if he's gonna get it right he's gonna push and and try to do it a hundred miles every which direction and um you know I relate to Peter and I and I'm so thankful that God shows shows the flaws of of and the realness of people in the bible which is 
why sometimes it baffles my mind a little bit and I know where this came from, but it does baffle my mind sometimes that people think that we Christians think we're so perfect and so right when I'm like, which Bible are you reading? Because God shows the flaws of humanity and the flaws of, you know, but it's, but God also just shows that he never calls us as he sees us. He never, God never calls us by our flaws. He's always calling us up to where he sees us. So when he sees us, God sees, God chooses to to focus on the good in us. It's so funny because I realize more and more that God never asks us to do things that he hasn't done a hundred times over. God tells us to focus on whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is, you know, all those things. And he does, he does that with us. You know, we look at the love chapter in first Corinthians 13 and it says what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. And it's like God is love and he's patient with us. He's kind with us. He's long suffering with us. And so, you know, kind of bringing it back to Peter, I just connect so much with Peter because Peter is a very passionate dude and I'm a very passionate person. I always say, you know, I'm, I, I for sure, I'm like, I relate with the cutting of the ear and, you know, all of that. And, you know, man, I'm not going to deny you, Lord. And I, I believe like Peter meant that when he said it, you know, but, you know, just in his humanness, you know, he denied the Lord three times. But yet when Jesus first encounters Peter, Peter, who went by uh, Simon, Simon, uh, uh, um, Simon, I believe, which I believe now don't quote me because I want to say it was Simon that he went by, which meant read. And then, but Jesus changed his name and called him Peter, which means rock. And there's this been this whole thing that I have kind of just been between me and the Lord. I'm in the process of really Um, I feel like the Lord is in the process of really breaking down with me where it's, you know, just talking about going from the going from reed to rock where, you know, Peter stepped up to being the rock. Peter denied Jesus three times, but then he went from being this reed that could easily be swayed and broken and tossed to and fro. And he went to being the rock and 3000 people got saved on the day of Pentecost because of Peter. And I believe that, And but guess what? Jesus called him and that's how Jesus saw him when he first met him, even though he had, he, there was no physical evidence that Peter was that way. But Peter stepped up into the calling and the things that God called him. And, and, <laughs> and you know what's funny? Hey, you gonna have to let, you just gonna have to let, this, you know, that let, let, let that just, you know, marinate and just really take that in because I think we have to learn to give ourselves grace. I, I'm not sitting here and saying we should need to abuse our abuse grace and say, well, that's just the way I am because, you know, Paul said it. Do I now sin so that grace may abound? God forbid. I don't, I don't know what I think just cracks me up. God forbid. <laughs> you know, like, um, grace is, I, you know, in my book, labeled which I'll talk about because we're going to be getting ready to do something pretty cool with my book here uh, on the podcast in my book I talk about what grace is like or an example to me of what grace is like I believe that grace is like having insurance like car insurance for example 
no right thinking person is going to be like, oh, I got car insurance. Okay, I'm just going to go and get into an accident. And then you go get into an accident and they're like, who's at fault? And you're like, me. And they're like, okay, so what happened? You're like, oh, I have car insurance. It's covered. And they're like, so what, you hit the score on purpose? Yes, I did. Why? Because I got car insurance. Like, I'm good. Like, it covers it, right? I highly, I highly, I'm about 99.9% positive that if you called your insurance company and told them that you just got into an accident because you felt like it, because you knew you would be covered, that, that you were driving recklessly because you knew, like, if you actually said that, they would be like, no, like, either you, you're, you're something, you know, they probably would make your, you know, deductible super crazy or, or your, your insurance go up like some, or just completely let you go. I'm not, you know, I I just do not think they're going to be like, okay, yeah, you're covered. I really, I doubt that, you know, however, if you are driving and you legitimately get in a legitimate accident, that was not, you know, neither one of you, you know, sometimes you're not paying attention or, or the, or, or just the person wasn't paying attention. They hit you. Like it's an accident in the sense of what the word accident is. It was not intentional. You're not intentionally sinning. Then you are covered because the Lord knows that we live in a fallen world. And, it, but, and let me just say this though. Let me just say this. I, I do feel the need to say this. Even if that has been a mindset that you've had feeling like, okay, well, God's just going to cover it anyways. I want you to know that the Lord forgives. The Lord does forgive. The Lord is merciful. God is merciful. However, when you know better, you do better. You do not, because that is an abuse of grace. When you just take God's mercy and his grace for granted, you're abusing his grace. You're abusing his kindness. And the thing is that you cannot, you cannot willfully, intentionally practice sin because they are not just earthly consequences for that, but they're spiritual things and spiritual consequences and spiritual backdoors that you open when you do that. So let us not be people who take God's grace for granted. <laughs> I think that's, I think um, I'm, I'm going to kind of, you know, for today's, podcast we're gonna wrap it up but hey this is the first freestyle friday and i i think it was a it was pretty freestylish because i kind of talked about a, a little bit of everything so um yeah we're just we're just definitely definitely excited and just thanking god for all that he's doing you know the, god is up to a lot you know don't i know 2020 has been a year but i think more than anything if we did if if we did not know before like god has kept us god has sustained us god has provided and he will continue to do so i can't imagine you know i know so many people have have had losses like they never experienced before you know or never thought they would ever experience in their lives you know but you know as as crazy as it's been I do believe that you know one day and then it's not not to sound morbid or or weird you know but one day we and I always say this phrase we will all graduate from this place one day we will all graduate from this place and the truth of the matter is we ought to be sure 
that we know that we know that we know that our names are written in the book of life because one day we are going to spend eternity in one of two places and the truth of the matter is that there's only one way to heaven there's only one way to spending eternity away from hell and that is jesus and so i want to encourage anyone right now who does not and i mean you know I think a lot of times we feel like it has to be this whole big hoorah, hoorah. I just want to just say, first and foremost, we have to realize that we are sinners. The Bible says that we all have sinned. It's like, you know, I, I like the way that I've heard a lot of preachers put it and my mom has put it this way. And, you know, it's like we all have this. We, we were all born with the sin virus, just like a like, you know, almost like a a. a infected with the disease we're we're all born with it it's in our dna we are we all have sinned we all have sin in our dna and the wages of that sin is death unless we accept the cure and that cure is jesus and that the only thing that can heal us spiritually because it's a spiritual uh, status of our heart because we are all going to one day graduate from this place in our physical bodies. But then our spiritual man, our soul is going to spend eternity in one of two places, heaven or hell. And the only ticket to heaven, the only ticket, the cure of the sin virus is to admit that we are sinners first and foremost and believe in our hearts that when Jesus came here on earth, that he came here on your behalf, my behalf, to die for our sins. He was perfect. He was blameless. He was perfect. But he became man on our behalf. And he took all of the consequences of what we deserve. He took it on that cross when he was nailed to the cross. He died and he remedied us. And so I just want to encourage you right now that if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... Just right now, with your mouth and in your heart, believe that he came and he died for your sins. And just confess with your mouth and just ask the Lord right now. Say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry, Lord. Thank you for coming to die for me, Jesus. Thank you for nailing all of my sins, my past, present, and future sins on that cross. I want to have a relationship with you. I accept all that you did on that cross on my behalf. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for forgiving me. I am, re- I am redeemed. I love you and I thank you. And if you just said that prayer, welcome, 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 welcome to the, it's so funny because it's like, even as I'm saying it, I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I always feel, because I always feel like, you know, coming to the Lord is a thing that, you know, it's a life changing thing. Write this date down. If you, if you, if you just set that prayer, write this date down because you just became born again. This is your spiritual birthday. Happy spiritual birthday to you. And, and know that, you know what, this, this Christian lifestyle, this Christian, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's, it's a spiritual life. It's not going to be, it's not going to be you know, it's not like uh, you're going to be floating on cloud nine. You're still going to be here living, living on earth. You're still going to be living in this life. But guess what? You now have the one who is all knowing, who sees the end from the beginning in your corner. And he will cause, I'm telling you, your 
best day without God is is your best day. Your your worst day, sorry. Your worst day with God is better than your best day without him. Let me say that again. Your worst day, the worst day you could possibly have in this world with God on your side is better than your quote unquote best day without him. So just know that God is on your side. He is for you. He's fighting for you and he will cause all things, not some things, all things to work for your good. So I'm going to go ahead and close out in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this privilege and honor to be able to just spend these moments that we just did with you. We thank you for just being able to chop it up on this Freestyle Friday. Lord, I just pray that you bless each and every person listening to this today. Lord, that you would bless them in a very specific specific meaningful way lord every need that is on that is that that is listening right now if there anyone that's listening to this lord that has a need if it's physical healing if it's if it's it's spiritual healing father if it's financial healing emotional healing if it's an emotional need spiritual need financial need father in the name of jesus i thank you because you promised in your word that every need that we have you will supply so father i thank you even now that each and every person's need be met that each and every, if, there, if there's anyone who's dealing with sickness right now of any kind, any pain, any discomfort of any kind, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you heal them. I pray that you heal them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I praise you. I thank you that you are Alpha, you're Omega. You are worthy of all the praise. You are good. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. Just like Peter, when he kept his eyes fixed on you, Jesus, he was able to walk on water. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us to be able to do the impossible. Put your super on our natural this day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we will connect again on Mommy Mondays. In the meantime, you have a blessed weekend. And we will connect on Mommy Mondays. Thank you for tuning into the Well Podcast.